Okay, we're up to Daf Lamed Beis Amid Aleph. So, the first uh, little piece of the Gemara, the six points to today's Daf. The first piece of today's Gemara is going to focus on one line from the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, guys, shh. The Mishnah said that So the Mishnah said that if a person a person uh, makes his him, makes himself a nazir, drinks wine, he counts from when his nazir started. I'll give you an example. What this means is like this: if a person um, contaminates, we know that he has to recount. There's no requirement to recount if you just drink wine. Drinking wine, it's a biblical prohibition, but it doesn't. It doesn't mean you have to recount. So the Mishnah actually is saying something very simple, and that is that if you made yourself a Nazir, but you drank wine, you still count from the time of your Naziris. Different than becoming Tavani. Correct. So I'll give you an example. Let's go simple. You make yourself a Nazir for 30 days. The first 25 days, you're drinking wine. You still count from the beginning. 30 days later. After 30 days, you're good. You don't have to do anything more. Here's the problem. It doesn't, there's no add-ons, it's just, it doesn't stop, you just continue. Those, yeah, those days that you drank, they still count, you just didn't have air. Here's the problem. The problem is like this, it's a machlekes tanoim, that's true biblically, but the tanoim feel that we penalize you. Now, the question is, do we penalize you that no days that you drink count, or you only, we only penalize you up to 30 days, it's a machlaikis. The problem is, money mas nisan. Who is the author of our Mishnah? Because our Mishnah indicates that there's no penalty. That the days that you drink count. The problem is that's not true. While it's true biblically, rabbinically, it's not true. Because money mas nisan, who's the author of our Mishnah? Loy Rav Yosi, Loy Rabbanan. It's not Rav Yosi, not the Rabbanan. Ditanya, the Brisa says, Mi shenodar ve'over al nizirusai, Einis kokim loy eleim kein moine ben isuk yom shenogam ben heter. The Tanakama the Rabbana and the Tanakama feels that if a person drinks wine, drinks wine, we penalize you that none of the days count. So I'll give you an example. You accepted Nazirs for 100 days. First 60 days you're drinking wine. According to the Rabbanon, your Nazirs ends at day 160. The first 60 days do not count. According to the Rabbanon, if you drink wine, the days that you drink wine don't count. So if you drink wine for the first 60 days, they do not count. So our mission, the, the point is, our Gemara is saying is our mission is not like that. But the Rabbanon, the first 60 days do not count b'chalal. Okay, so first of all, our mission is clearly not like that, because our mission says it does. Okay. Number two, Rev. Rav Yossi. Rav Yossi says, Rav Yossi says, no, no. We'll penalize you up to 30 days. So let's say I'll give you an example. You, 100 days acceptance of Naziris, you drink for, 30, for 60 days, 30 of those days will count. Okay, so now, is our Mishnah not like Rav Yossi? Well, if it's a small Naziris, it's definitely not like Rav Yossi. According to our Mishnah, you accepted Naziris for 30 days, you drank for the first 25, it still counts. Rav Yossi says, no, 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 no. Rav Yossi will penalize as long, it's up to 30 days, then he'll penalize you. So our Mishnah definitely does not work according to Rav Yossi in a small... In a 100-day situation? In any, in any situation. He will penalize you up to 30 days. What does up to mean? 30 days will not count. If you drink for 30 days... Those 30 days do not count. If you drink for 50 days? Then 30 of the 50 days don't count. Okay. Here's, but you can count 20 of the 50 days. So our Mishnah could work according to Rav Yossi in, in certain circumstances, because our Mishnah indicates that we use the days that you drink as part of the count. So according to Rabbanon, that's never true, because you don't count, you don't use the days ever. According to Rav Yossi, do you use the days? Well, the answer is it depends. If, you, if it's a big Naziris, right, you have a Naziris of 100 days. 
you drink for 60 days. According to our VOC, do you use the days that you count? The answer is, well, you use 30 of them. You don't use 30. You, you use some. You don't use others. You know what I'm saying? You drink for 50 days out of 100 day naziris. 30 days you don't count, 20 days you do. So our Mishnah says you count them. So according to Rabbanon, it's for sure no good. According to Raviosi, well, it depends. If it's a big Naziris, it kind of works, because in a big Naziris, you do count some of them. You hear what I'm saying? In a big Naziris, you count some of the days. So when our Mishnah says you count some of the days, it could be talking about a big Naziris. If it's a small Naziris, it's not like anybody. But if it's a big Naziris, at least it could work according to Raviosi, and it means you use some of the days. Again, our Mishnah says that if you drink wine, you can count those days as, as part of the final count. According to Rabbanon, that's not true. According to Rav Yossi, uh, that could be possible in a big Naziris. So you drink for 60 days. Our Mishnah indicates that you count those days. According to Rav Yossi, you'll use 30 of them. Something. So the Gemara says, who is our Mishnah? E Rabbanon kasha Naziris Naziris Our Mishnah is not like the Rabbanon at all. And our Mishnah could be a quarter of Yossi if it's a big Naziris. Because if it's a big Naziris, a quarter of Yossi, if you, you're a Nazir for 100 days. Okay. So it's a big Naziris. It's not 30 days. It's a big Naziris. You drank for the first 60. Yeah, you drank for the first 60 days. Drinking every day for the first 60 days. A quarter of Yossi, 30 of those days we won't count, 30 days we will. He'll penalize you 30 days. That's it. So you have to go till 130. So. Huh? Why? Because it's a rabbinic penalty. He's not going to penalize you more than 30 days. So does our Mishnah work according to Rav Our Mishnah says that you count the days of the drinking. So you, you count some of them. So it could work according to Rav And you have to, what it means is you, you count some of the days. So the Gemara says, Our Mishnah could work according to both. First, of all, our mission could be Rav Yossi, and it's talking about a big Naziris. Meaning, in the case of a big Naziris, according to Rav Yossi, you do count some of the days. So when our Mishnah says you count some of the days, it's talking about a big Naziris. Okay. Or it could be the Rabbanon. I, according to the Rabbanon, those days don't count, and our Mishnah says you count them from the time that you accepted your Naziris. The answer is, it doesn't mean you count them from the days that you accepted your Naziris. It means you counted them like you just accepted your Naziris, i.e., in other words, you have to redo the whole thing. Meaning, our mission says that if you drink wine, you count from when you accepted the Naziris. That implies that those days counted. The answer is no, no, no. It means you count now as if you re-accepted the Naziris. In other words, you have to redo the entire thing. So our mission could work according to our bunny. You just have to amend it a little bit. Bit. Okay. Um, Next little sugya. Next sugya is like this. You have a machloikis in the Mishnah whether it's machlekes beishamay beishilel whether hegdish betoos have a hegdish. If hegdish under false circumstances or a mistake is that considered hegdish? Beishamay says yes. Beishilel said no. Everyone agrees though that a, a, a mistake by tamura works. So if you transfer holiness from one animal to the other, and the, you, you meant to say one thing but you said another, so it's a mistake. It still works. They're so hegdish. Yeah, so hegdish betos is a machloikis. Tamura betos definitely works. Okay, so the proof that Beis Hillel said to Beis again, Beis feels that hegdish betos have a hegdish, it is hegdish, Beis Hillel disagrees. Beis Hillel brought a proof to Beis What's their proof? If a person makes himself a nazir, sets aside karbonus, makes it holy, sets aside karbonus, then a rav is matir his naziris, so poof, he was never a nazir. What happens to those animals? And the Mishnah said... They're not holy. They go back to 
So what do you see? So it says, You see, Hegdish betos, lo have Hegdish. Beishamai didn't respond. Beishamai's response was, Meiser, I'll prove it to you from Meiser. Okay. So the Gemara says, We could deduce a halacha from Beisilo. We could deduce a halacha that Beisilo would agree with. What do you see according to Beishamai? Hegdish betos, have Hegdish. But, in the case of the Mishnah where Erov is matir neder because he removes it retroactively, even if you believe hegdish betos have hegdish, that's when there's a mistake, not when the hegdish never existed, right? Beishamai sheet, it's clear from the Mishnah that Beishamai holds, if I made a mistake when I'm magdish something, it works. But when I'm magdish something and then a rabbi retroactively removes it, so i.e. it was never, it never happened, like time travel, it never happens, then even Beishamai agrees that it's not hegdish. Okay. So too by Beishilo. The Gemara says, a halacha according to Beishilo. You can learn something from Basila, and that is, Timura means I have carbon A. Okay, it's, a, it's, a, it's an oil, yeah? And then I transfer the holiness to animal B. The halacha is, both are holy. What if I do that, both are holy, and then a rav is materneda, the first animal? So the first animal, poof. It was never a carbon. Whatever, I, I, I made a nether to make an oila an oila. So carbon A is a carbon. Then I transfer the holiness to B. I make a tzmura, so they're both holy. B is by extension of A. Then I go to a rav, and I'm mater nether, the first animal. So the first animal is never a carbon. Poof, it's gone. The halacha is, B is also not a carbon. Because once you're removing, once you're retroactively removing the holiness of A, then the Tmur never existed. A Tmur is an extension of A. If A was never holy, then B was never extended from A. So that's the halacha that you see from Basil. Okay. That Basil agrees with. Not that you see from Basil, but Basil would agree with. Okay. The next, the next, huh? I don't think you'd have to bring a carbon. I think I think it never happened. That's the point. I think the entire thing never existed. Now, from here until the, the Mishnah is, I think, the more difficult part of this daf. The rest is, is not, not difficult at all. The Mishnah said like this, just to get the flow going, just to remember, this is the whole part that's difficult. I remember the Cheshman. Beishamai feels hegdish betos have hegdish. Beishil disagrees. So Beishamai says to Beishil, I'll prove it to you that I'm right. That hegdish betos have hegdish. What's the proof? Because if you have an animal, right, the tenth animal is holy. The tenth animal is Maisa Behema. So it says Beshamai, what if I, instead of making the tenth animal, I accidentally make the ninth animal holy? What's the halacha? It's also holy. Oh, Hegdish Betos, have a Hegdish. Beshil doesn't respond to that. Beshil's response is, yeah, but that's Xeris HaKasa. That's the outlier. That's not the rule. That's a Chiddush. Why? Because if I made the same mistake on the seventh animal, it doesn't work. So it shows you it's Xeris HaKasim. It's a self-contained Xeris HaKasim. But Beishamai's proof is that Hegdish Betoz Habi Hegdish is from Meiser. Okay. Here's the question by Meiser. Before we address the back and forth, what if I, Meiser, tenth animal is holy. Accidentally I make the ninth animal holy, it is holy. That's clear according to everybody. What if I did it on purpose? Armish is talking about a mistake. What if I did it on purpose? On purpose, I go to the ninth animal, I'm like, you're Meiser. The question is, does that work? So it's a machleikis amiroi. Itmar. Meiser, Rav Nachman Amr, Tuusai, Veloi Kavanasai. Rav Nachman says that Meiser Behema, the ninth animal being holy, is only true if you made a mistake, not if you did it on purpose. Okay. 
Rav Chizda v'Rabba Rav Huna Amar Tuusib Kol Shki Kavanasa. They say no. If a mistake is holy, Kavachoyim. If you did it on purpose, so it's a machlekes. Okay. Now let's take this machlekes and analyze the Mishnah. Amar Rabba Amar Rabba. Amr le revel rev nachman, lidi dachta amrit tu sevele kavanasai, de kombe shamli besil yata moidim shilu karlachi asir lasi chilachraser sir, shishlushim kudoshin, the shtiku besilo. Right? They say, according to you, that if I do it on purpose, it doesn't work. It's only true if it's a mistake. Then what, what was Beishamai's proof? Beishamai says, I'll prove it to you to Beisilo. That hegdish betos have a hegdish because if you do the ninth one by accident, it works. That's a hegdish betos have a hegdish. Basil tried to respond and no, it's exerzakasiv, but they didn't really address it. They just more they were like on defense. The question is, according to you, limru lahain malamaiser shekin ina kadosh bekavana. According to you, that hegdish right? If I do it on purpose, is it hegdish? Every case of hegdish is kavana. Right? Every case of Hegdish is, I want this to be holy, I make it holy, for sure it works. Our machloikis is if it does by accident. You're saying, again, if I did the ninth animal by accident, it works. And that was Beishamai's proof. So you see, Hegdish Betos, if that works, then Hegdish Betos also have a Hegdish. But if it doesn't work Bekavana, meaning, if it only works, if Meiser only works by accident and not Bekavana, like you're saying, then why doesn't Beis Hillel say, of course it's Xeris Akasiv? Meaning, Beis Shammai puts Beis Hillel with Akasha. They say, you're saying Hegdish Betos, Lo Havi Hegdish, then why by Meiser does it work by accident? And Beis Hillel's like, okay, okay, it's a good Kasha, okay. And then they have to start saying no, because if it's the seventh animal, blah, blah. I don't understand. According to you, it only works by Meiser by accident, not on purpose. So it's not comparable at all to Hegdish. Hegdish is primarily done on purpose. It for sure works on purpose. Accidentally is a machlekes Beishamai Beishilo. Beishamai brings a proof that Hegdish betos have a Hegdish from Meiser, but if Meiser doesn't work Bekavana, then it's not comparable at all. Beishilo should just say, of course it's Xeris Akasav, I'll prove it to you. You can't do it on purpose. The very fact that Meiser could only be done by accident and not on purpose makes it not comparable at all to Hegdish. Because Hegdish is done primarily on purpose. The very fact that Meiser could only be done on accident and not on purpose shows you it's Xeris HaKosav. So why doesn't Basil respond that way? Instead of coming on to like, well, what if I did the seventh animal, the sixth animal? Just say very simple. Could you do Meiser? Good point. Okay, you want to say Meiser is done by accident, so do Hegdish by accident. Could you do Meiser on purpose? No. So what are you talking about? It's not comparable at all. So why doesn't Bishama respond that way? Basil respond that way. If Meiser could only be done by accident and not on purpose, it's not comparable to, to Hegdish at all. It's clearly Xeris HaKosov. Because Hegdish, like by Hegdish, it's for sure. If you could do something by accident, you could for sure do it on purpose. So if you're telling me Meiser could only be done by accident, it's clearly Xeris HaKosov. So is Rav trying to prove to Rav Nachman that he's wrong? He's Correct. So the Gemara responds, no. The reason why that wouldn't be a good response, this is only a little bit back and forth, it's a little tricky. The, the reason why that's not a good response, Amr of Shimbirashi, Hainu the reason why Basil didn't respond that way, that if you can't do it on purpose, it's clearly not comparable, is because I could have a Kavachimer. Beshama would respond with a Kavachimer. Uma Meiser She'ena Kaddish Bekavana Kaddish Betoz. If Meiser cannot be done on purpose, but could be done by accident, then Hegdish Kaddish Bekavana Lekol Shekein. Then Hegdish that can be done on purpose, of course it could be done by accident. Meaning they would respond with a Kavachimer. You're saying, oh, it can't be done on purpose. It's clearly not comparable. Xeris Akasav. Beshama would respond, I have a Kavachimer. If 
Hegdish, which could be done, if Meiser, which could be done by accident, cannot be done on purpose, Hegdish, which could be done on purpose, Kavachomer, could be done by accident. That would be the Kavachomer. And therefore, Basil didn't want to get into this tick for tack because they would knew if they said it's not comparable, Bishama said, yeah, Kavachomer. And the Gemara just ends off, Elohi. If Meiser can be done by accident and not on purpose, then Hegdish, which could be done on purpose, of course it should work by accident. So the Gemara actually, I think, it was bothered by you. And the Gemara just ends with this. Velohi, it's actually, the rest of the daf is a lot easier. The Gemara says, Velohi, it's actually not true. Hegdish bedaita demari tali. It's actually not a good kavachimer. Why? What was the kavachimer? If meiser could be done by accident and not on purpose, then hegdish, which could be done on purpose, of course it should be done by accident. It's actually not true. Hegdish is all tali and kavana. Hegdish is all a mindset, right? It's all, right, nothing changes. The table is still the same, but by me deciding it should be belong to Hashem, belongs to Hashem. So you want to argue that because it can be done on purpose, it should also be able to be done by accident. Accident is the opposite of Hegdish. Like, it's like, oh, it, it, because you could do something, like if you need something that requires Das and Seichel, and I say, well, if you could do it, if you're thinking about it, Kavachem, you could do it by accident. No, 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 accident is, is not aligned with Hegdish. So what was your Kavachimer you would make? If Meiser can be done by accident, but not on purpose, then Hegdish, which could be done on purpose, of course it could be done by accident. No. Because Hegdish is all Tully in your mindset. The very fact, what's your Kavachimer? If it could be done on purpose, meaning if I could know this is a table, want it to be Hegdish, make it Hegdish, then I definitely could do so if it's a complete accident. Hegdish and accidents don't go together. It's the opposite of Kavana. Hegdish is all Tully and Kavana. So the Kavachimer wouldn't work. Okay, this is the only part that was uh, tricky. And now, new, new, new topic. Uh, this is probably uh, by by um, by what? By Meiser or by Hegdish? Uh, Meiser, we paskin that it's only if it's done by accident, not with it's done kavana. If you go to the ninth animal and do a kavana, it doesn't work. And Hegdish betos, I would assume that we paskin like Basilo, the Hegdish betos lo have Hegdish, which makes sense because it's all Tali and kavana. What's the problem with making the ninth animal Meiser? As long as one in ten is Meiser. No, it's the tenth. That's the point. It's the tenth. It's not one in ten. It's the tenth. Um, so, okay. New topic. And that is, we know there's a concept that a rav could be mater neder. Now, generally, when they're mater neder, it's done with charata, meaning... Well, that would mean that you can't go and have, if you have a flock of 20 animals, you can't go and, and, and count and get to 19. Correct. And 19 and 20. Right? Correct. Correct. Um, so we know that a rav can be mata nether. Generally, the way a rav is mata nether is he brings up charata, meaning you you um, you accept it to be makben achal v'israel. You you realize now it's very difficult, and the rav says, well, if you knew how difficult it would be at the time, like you know, because you could have foreseen that coming, but you didn't. So if you if you knew, would you be mata nether? And then he, would you have done it? You say no. We had a machlekes in Nedarim, it's a machlekes Tanayim, whether Poischen bin Neulid. What about something that didn't happen at the time of the Nether? It didn't happen yet. And it really wasn't a very realistic concern. It more developed later. Is that a legitimate Pesach? So it's a machlekes Tanayim. The argument against it, you'd say, well, of course, Kavachimer should work. The argument against it is because the way we're doing is we're sort of going back to your, like, it's one of those where it's like, I do it again. Like, at the time, you had all the information, meaning, because it developed later, generally, when you're mater nether, it's that at the time, if we would go back in time, with all, you had all that information, but you didn't really realize the severity, I wouldn't do it. With Noilid, it's like, 
you accepted, you know, it's like I mentioned, I think when we did, I think mentioned like the COVID case, like you, you accepted a certain thing and then and then a, a pandemic happened that you couldn't have seen coming and then it, and now it's too difficult. You could see why a Rav wouldn't use that as a pass-off because it's like, if you went back, would you do it again? Yeah, because I couldn't have foreseen that coming. This is like this. So now we're going to apply Noilid to Naziris. The Mishnah, this Mishnah goes with the assumption that we do not Paseach with, with Noilid. Noilid is not a good Pesach. Something that developed later, after the nether, is no good. Therefore, says the Mishnah like this, Misha Nadim and Nazar. If a person accepts his Naziris on the assumption that he already had the animals ready for the Karbanos, again, Karbanos are very expensive. So let's say you have a poor guy who finally has the animals ready. So he makes himself a Nazir because he knows he has the animals. Then, Halach Lavi is Behemta, he finally goes to bring the animals at the end of the Naziris, Umatza Shenignava, and finds out that they were stolen. Can he use that as a Pesach to be Matar Nazir? That had he known they were stolen, he wouldn't have been a Nazir. So the answer is, it depends. If they were stolen at the time, they find out through uh, videos that it was stolen at the time, so then yes. But if it was stolen afterwards, that's called noilid, no good. It has to be that it was stolen at the time of the nether. Because if it wasn't stolen at the time, of the, if it's stolen at the time of the nether, then it's harata. Anything that develops after the nether takes place is called noilid. When he made the nether, where were the animals? Was if the animals, no, at the time. He made the nether 8 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday, were the animals still in his pen at 8 o'clock? He knew that they were stolen at that time. No, he didn't. No, he found that at the end. Oh. He found that at the end. The question is, can the Rav use that as a Pesach? So the answer is, it depends. If the animals were still in his pen at the time of the nadir, then, then yeah, then, 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 then uh, and they were stolen afterwards, that's called Nailid. It developed afterwards, no good. If it, if it was around at the time of the nadir, then yes. Meaning, if it was stolen at the time of the nether, then it's not noilid, it's charata. Noilid means that the, the Pesach developed after the nether took place. It's no one way or the other. It doesn't matter. It's not, his knowledge is irrelevant. It's a matter of what took place. If it developed afterwards, that's called noilid. If it developed before, that's called charata. It's just, it's a technicality. Yes, generally, the noilid is, is not like, it, usually it doesn't, over here it makes a difference of when, when it happened. Not when he found out when it happened. There was a in the area. Oh, so the Gemara is going to give like a shtickle Pesach like that because the Gemara is going to say that although we don't go with Noilid, we make the Noilid as if. Well, There's a Pesach. It's called a Psicha de Noilid or something like that. The Gemara will talk about it. So it says the Mishnah, Mishnah, Adam and Nazar, Valachlavi, Ispanta, Matsushin, Gigva, Imachle, Nigva, Behemta, Nazar, Harazin, Nazar. If it was stolen afterwards, then it's a Nazar, but go to the next page because that's Harat, that's Noilid. But if it was stolen, Already, by the time he made himself a Nazir, then it's not Noilid, it's called Charata. Now, we're just using this as an example for Nazir. No, but it would apply to Olnadarm as well. Now, here's the thing though. So the Gemara actually says, so right now, if you want to make this Pesach, you want to use it, it depends, did it happen at the time of the Naziris or not? So the Gemara says, the Mishnah says, Zutos It's a very interesting thing. It's very uh, fascinating historically. There were a lot of Nazirim, they didn't have news back then. There were a lot of Nazirim who didn't know that the base of Middush was destroyed until they went with their animals to complete their Naziris. They get there, the second base of Middush is destroyed. The question is now, by the way, if there is no carbon, that means you can't end your Naziris. The only way to end your Naziris is through Ataras Nadarim. So Nocham Ahmadi was trying to figure out. Can you be Matar Nether? So according to our Mishnah, it would depend. If the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed already, 
then it's charata. If the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed after the Naziris were accepted, that's called Noilet. Nacham Amadi made the mistake. He didn't know that there's a difference. He was Matar in all scenarios, whether the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed before or after. Vzutos told Nacham Amadi. This was a mistake that Nacham Amadi made. When the Nazirim came up, found the Beisim Midrash destroyed. Amr lehem, Nacham Amadi. Ilu yisim yaidin shabeisim Midrash charav, yisim noizim. He said to them, "If you knew the Beisim Midrash would be destroyed, would you have accepted your Naziris? Of course not." They said, "Of course not." Loi v'tiru Nacham Amadi. See, he was mad there. Ukeshabah daver eitzel chacham. When the chacham heard about this, they said, "No, kol shen nazar actually charbeis midrash nazar b'charbeis midrash ena nazar." They say, "No, no, 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 no. There's no pesach benoilit. Therefore, it only is a good pesach if they made themselves nazirim after the beis hamikdash was destroyed. So after tishabav, then it's then it's charata. Before tishabav, it's noilit. No good. So you see from our mishnah, the it's again, it's an interesting premise, but. So what's interesting is you see from this Mishnah that Noilid is no good. Like that's very clear. Like everyone agrees, besides for Nachman Amadi's mistake. But like the Mishnah believes Ain What's interesting is in Mesachas Nadarim, it brings it down. Well, that's also, by the way, that's the Gemara is going to point that out. Two points. First of all, the Gemara is going to point it out. The whole issue with Noilid is that it's far-fetched. It's not just that it will happen, it's also far-fetched. Towards the end of the Beis Hamikdash, you saw it coming to an end. So the Gemara is going to point that out. But anyway, um, but it's clear from our Mishnah that the Gemara. It's clear from our Mishnah in What's interesting in Maseches Nedarim, don't know what daf. In Maseches Nedarim, it's a machloikas tanoim. Actually, I do know the daf. The Mishnah, it's in Samach Dalim Rav, obviously. So it's a machloikas tanoim. So what's interesting is what was a machloikas tanoim in Nedarim? It seems like from Nedarim to Nazir. Like everyone changed their views. So the Gemara speaks it out. The Rabbanon swept up Ravaliezer and brought them, brought him onto their like boat. Meaning Ravaliezer in Nidarim said, In this Mishnah, he doesn't disagree because from between Nidarim and Nazir, they convinced him that his opinion is, is not correct and he joined, he jumped ship. And he joined their opinion. It's not because it says in Nedarim, Paischem ben Noel de Rav Eliezer Chom Oisin. So it's a machlekes in Nedarim in Nazir. It's not a machlekes. Paischem ben Noel means that a, a th- something that developed after the Nether took place, you could use that as a Pesach to be Mater Nether. Our Mishnah doesn't believe that. Our Mishnah feels it has to be that it existed at the time of the Nether, not oh, developed afterwards. So in Nedarim he did, but not Nazir. He obviously changed views between Nedarim and Nazir. Um, the Gemara says like this now. Now, This is very interesting. What's the issue with Noilid? It's that at the time of the Nedar, you didn't see it coming. So that's not a good Pesach because you would ask the guy at the time like, hey, would you do it again? He'd be like, yeah, I'd do it again. Because the, what developed, developed later. Says the Rava, we, while we don't use Noilid, we use Tanai Noilid, which is we ask you a question that had you been asked at the time of the nether, you would have agreed, even though it didn't develop till later. But we, I'll give you the following example. It's hard to explain. I'll tell you the example. The, my, again, the opinion of Noilid is the base something that's destroyed. Yeah? Because that happened later. So if you'd asked the guy, you know, w- would you have done this if you knew the base was destroyed? He would be like, no, but, but I didn't see that coming. Like, I would do it again because at the time it wasn't on my 
radar that the base of should be destroyed. That's why it's no good. But says Rava, what we could do is call Tnai Nailat. What does that mean? Hechi Dami. Amri Lahain, even was the Inish of Amri Lahain, the Khar of Beis Amigdash, me having a Tizan. We ask you, when you made the Nether, what if someone told you at the time the Beis Amigdash had already been destroyed? Would you have done it? So instead of saying something in the future, we say, what if someone came to you at the Nether and told you that that happened? What would you then do? You'd be like, I never would have done it. So it's instead of that, it's not had you known the Beis HaMikdash would be destroyed. It's that at the time of the nether, what if someone came to you at the time of the nether and said, the Beis HaMikdash is going to be destroyed right now? Would you accept the nether upon yourself? You'd say no. So it's in, because you're, you're, you're making it less in the future. You're making it that at the time of the nether, if I had been told that information at the time, not that it happened, but if I had been told that information in the time, I wouldn't have done it. So it makes it more present. It's hard to. Uh, it's hard to. Correct. This Florida next week. Exactly. This, this basically. This basically makes it that you could have a pesach for every noilid because every noilid, most of them. I don't know every case, but every noilid, you can say, well, if someone came to you at the time and said there will be a pandemic right now, what would you say? You'd say. Well, I wouldn't have done it. So fine. Meaning, if it's just your information, you're not in the future. You can't go to the future. But over here, we're saying someone would come to you at the time, you would accept. It's an interesting Pesach. I, I don't fully, but but that's correct. Yes, he's bypassing Neulet. Yes, he's bypassing Neulet. That's, I'll, I'll read it again. Huh? He's bypassing time, but he's making, he's making it out for all Neulet. Let me just read it again and then we'll go back there. Amarava, Afagabda Amarabana in Paiskum and even though Noilid's no good, I'm a Paiskum at Tanai Noilid. We make what's called a Tanai Noilid to make it a Pesach, which is Hechidami, Amarlohain, Ilu Asa Inish. We asked the guy, when you made the nether, what if someone came to you at that time, and said the Besamidish is, is, is being destroyed right now? Me, me, would you have done it? He answers no. So that is a good Pesach. Again, it's time, you, on your own time, you, you iron it in the sugya to understand the lambdas why that works. Now, what's in is interesting. I guess if, the question is if you believe the guy. Well, that's the, what's interesting from this next Gemara. The whole reason is Noilid. It's not just that it will happen in the future, it will happen in the future and it's far fetched. Listen, it, 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 things that happen all the time, it, it, I, it, 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 I didn't know it would rain. Of course, okay, that's not called Nailud. Nailud means it's in the future and it's not on your radar. We said in the, in the Mishnah, the Beis HaMikdash being destroyed was Nailud because who would see that coming? So Abaya, Rav Yosef says, Rav Yosef says, if I was there at the time when they were having this argument with Nacham Amadi, the Pasuk says Hechal Hashem three times, meaning, Meaning, they knew the Beis HaMikdash Hashani would not last. They knew it, there would be a Beis Shlishi. So it's not so far-fetched. Like you're making it sound like it was so crazy. I don't think it was so crazy. that They knew Beis Shlishi is going to come, which means the Beis Shlishi has to end. So I don't think it's so far-fetched. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. You don't know when it's going to destroy it. Yeah, yes. You know it's going to end at some point. You don't know when. He says, no, 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 you did know when. He even he said no. They actually knew what year it would end. How so? Seventy-seven. Are are the the, the, are the are people were cut off, meaning the base of would be destroyed after 77. 70 times seven is four hundred ninety years. Four hundred twenty years of the second base of plus the seventy years of Bavel, it's four hundred ninety. They actually knew that it would. No, but they, he's saying that they even had a Kabbalah. That so you have that, and you have 
the rapid decline towards the end. So the Gemara says, no, even that, they didn't know what day. Yes, they might know Be'erich, but to know... I know, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, you're going to say, yeah, probably Nizishavu. But that's... that's Listen, it's interesting. Um, okay, let's just finish up the daf. We'll do a little bit into the next Ahmed. That's more believable. I know, it's interesting. It shows you that they even had that Masara at the time. He's not saying that they looked at yeah. back retroactively and figured it out with like Torah codes. They knew at the time that the second Bayashani would last 420 years plus the 70 of Bovel, which is interesting. Oh, listen, it's not shocking if they miscalculated. Uh, Daniel miscalculated the 70 years, you know. But, but the point is, it is interesting. I mean, one, but once it was built, you knew it was 420. Okay. So let's just do the next Mishnah. This next Mishnah we've already had three times. I think tw- our third time. The Mishnah says, Six people are traveling. And the six people see one guy walking towards them. They have an argument, who is this guy? The first guy is confident the guy's name is Reuven. He says, I am a Nazir. That is Reuven. That's to, meaning I'm a Nazir. And to prove you how confident I am, that is Reuven. So again, even though it turns out it may not be Reuven, he's saying, Hareini Nazir, Shizer Reuven. I'm a Nazir, that that's Reuven. Once you say Hareini Nazir, it's an acceptance. Even if it turns out it's not Reuven, that's called Hegdish Betos. That was Correct. That was Bisham Israel. Then the second person says, no, I'm a Nazir, that that's not Reuven. Okay, third guy says, The third one says, I'm a Nazir, if one of you are Nazir. The fourth one says, The fourth one says, I'm a Nazir, if one of you is not a Nazir. Meaning, i.e., one of you is. So it's saying the same thing. The fifth one says, The fifth one says, I'm a Nazir because both of you are Nazirim. He feels both of them are Nazirim somehow. And the last one says, Shekulchem Nazirim. And the last one says, I'm a Nazir if all of you are Nazirim. What's the halacha? Beishamay oimim kulin Nazirim. Beishamay says, all of them are saying, I already know, they're accepting Nazirs. I, they're, they're forecasting it and the forecast didn't come true. That's called Hegdish Betos. Have a Hegdish. Beishelel oimim ain't a Nazir. Elami shaloy niskai mudvarav. Beishelel says, you're not a Nazir. The only one who's a Nazir is the one whose words did not come true. Did not come true. Basil believes Hegdish Betos lo have a Hegdish. So not all six of them are Nazirim. The only one who's a Nazir is who? I would say the one who actually it came true. Right. Whoever the guy was accurate. But Basil actually says, Hari Nazir, the Ena Nazir Lamisha Mudvar. The only one that's a Nazir is the one who's did not have an accurate prediction. Which is obviously, you hear the problem. According to Beis Hillel, Hegdish Betos, lo have a Hegdish. The only one that should be a Nazir is the one whose prediction came true. But Beis Hillel added the word Shaloi Neskai Mutavarov. So we have to figure that out very quickly. We'll figure it out in very two minutes. Rav Tarfin Omar, Ein Echa Mehem Nazir. Beis Hillel, Tarfin disagrees. Again, Beis Hillel holds they're all Nazir. Beis Hillel holds the only one that's a Nazir is one whose prediction came right. Rav Tarfin says, none of you are Nazir. Because Rav Tarfin's Shita is Naziris Hafla. It has to be clear. Naziris only takes place with no stipulations, with no lack of clarity. It's only a Nazir if it's clear at the time. Anytime you have to wait for someone to come to figure out whether you're a Nazir, you're not a Nazir. That's Rav Tarfin's opinion. Last Machlaikis. We had a Machlaikis, Rav Yehud and Rav Shimon, many, many times. What happens if you make yourself a Nazir and then it's a Suffolk? Right? He said, if outside, if there's 100 pounds of fruit outside, I'm a Nazir, they go outside, the fruit got scattered. You can't tell. Rav Yudah says, Safik Naziris Lahakal. Rav Shimon says, Safik Naziris Lachumra. What if in this case they're having this argument? I'm a Nazir if that's Reuven. I'm a Nazir if that's not Reuven. And then the guy just uh, makes a left turn and never gets to you. So you can never tell if it was Reuven or not. 
So it's machlokes. This the Gemara is going to explain is Rabbi Yehuda. If the guy left, then it's a suffix, ain't a nazir, because Rabbi Yehuda Shita is suffix nazir is lahakal. Rabbi Shimon Oimer, no, you are a nazir. I, it's a suffix. See, here's what you should do. You can't bring your carbon because you don't know if you're a nazir. See, here's what you do. Yoimar, You stipulate. If that guy was Ruvain, I'm an obligatory nazir. Then I'm obligatory nazir, and if not, I'm an optional nazir. But either way, I'm going to be a nazir. Now let's just finish up tomorrow's daf. The Gemara says like this: According to Beis Hillel, hegdish betos loy have a hegdish. So who's the only one who's going to be a nazir? The one who predicted properly, because then it's not betos; it's accurate. But they said misha loy niskay mutavarav. Why would they say the only one that's a nazir is one who's not predicted properly? It should be the only one who predicted properly. So the Gemara says, Misha That doesn't make sense. So I'm Rabbi Yehuda, I'm a Misha Nisqaimitvar. So Rabbi this has changed the Girsa. It's the only one who is a Nazir is the one who predicted properly. That's the first opinion. Abaya Omar, Abaya says, You know what the case is? According to Beis Hillel, the case is like this. The first guy says, I'm a Nazir if that's Ruven. No, no, no. I'm a Nazir if that's Shimon. Change his mind. See, when the Mishnah says the only one who's a Nazir, the, the only one who's a Nazir is who, whose prediction did not come right, meaning the first prediction didn't come right, the second one did. You hear what I'm saying? Meaning, according to Bishelel, you're only a Nazir if your prediction came true. So why would they say if you, the one who's a Nazir, his prediction didn't come true? The case is where he actually had two predictions. His first prediction, then he, he changed it to the second one. His first prediction was not right. His second prediction was right. So when it says that he's a Nazir because his prediction didn't come true, it means his first prediction didn't come true, his second one did. It's also a, a kimta. Yeah, you have to. You have a nazir. The case is where he said, first, I'm a nazir if that's Reuven. No, 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 no. I'm a nazir. It's Shimon. I'm a, it's Shimon. It's Shimon. He changed his prediction. And what does Beis Hillel mean? He's a nazir because his prediction didn't come true. Meaning, what does it mean? He had two predictions. His first prediction didn't come true. His second prediction did come true. And he's a Nazir because his prediction came true. Um, we'll stop here because if I go to the next, it's straight to the Mishnah. It's, it's easy, but uh, all right, pick it up.